Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. It's nothing like being in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Nothing like being in the presence of the Lord. Where His Spirit is here. He's here to strengthen. He's here to release comfort, release strength. Whatever you need, you can find in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Before we get into the word of the Lord, we want to honor and give tribute to our pastor, Pastor Durance and Pastor and Sister Waddle. Uh, we honor them today. God is good. God is good. Amen. We are thankful for their leadership, their wisdom, their burden, and we honor them today. Amen. We could stand one more time going to be going to the word of the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hmm. We magnify you today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't have the scripture ready. In verse 1, it says, and you, he, he made a lie who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. And verse 4 is, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his love with which he loved us. Everybody point to yourself. Say, he loved me. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourself, but it is the gift of God the gift of God so as you put your Bibles down your phones down I want to speak on this subject thankful grateful and blessed great thankful grateful blessed Lord Jesus we come before you one more time God I come before you Lord as a vessel a messenger God Lord who God I pray Lord that you would just flow through God you know and you see God, who needs this word, God? You know and see and recognize, God, every situation, every life, every family represented here and home, God. I pray right now, God, your anointing, God, will go before. God, Lord, your anointed word, God, will touch hearts and minds right now. God, Lord, God, I am only clay. I'm only a vessel, God. I pray, God, that you would anoint my mind, my lips, God, the words, the thought process, God, Lord, God, that you would have your way and that you would get glory and honor today, God. For without you, God, we are nothing, God. God, without you in our lives, without you stepping in, God, in our in, standing in the gap, God, where would we be, God? But God, today, this morning, God, we lean into you. We press into you, God. We trust you, God. We surrender all that who we are, all that I am, God, all of my family, my children, God, that go be for me, God. I pray, God, I surrender it to you into your hands, God. Right now, God, Lord, I pray the will of God to be done. The will of God to be done. Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit. Thank you, God, Lord. I just worship you right now. 
I wonder if we could just lift our hands, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, you can be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Well, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. This Thanksgiving, many families <clears throat> will travel to homes of family members to celebrate Thanksgiving, a time to come together. A time to when families meet and and come together one more time. And whether you like your family or not, whether those in-laws are there or not, but you go for one thing, the food. (laughs) Is that type of year where I may be wrong, but I believe calories just don't count that day. I'm believing in faith that they would just shed off as they come right in. Uh, but there's something to be said of, of coming together. There's something to be said of uh, waking up in the morning uh, and putting the turkey in, in a smoker. You know, that, and that smoke just devours and moist that meat. And that red tint of rim as you cut open that turkey is just moist and juice. Just, I don't know if anybody here has ever experienced a smoked turkey, but I challenge you to find somebody that smokes the turkey and invite yourself over because it will change your life. Amen. <laughs> But I remember as a, a young boy going to my sweet, sweet grandmother's home. Every year, <clears throat> there would be at least 30 or more uh, people in her very tiny home. I remember walking through the back door and seeing all my aunts in the kitchen. Some were arguing, some were being a team player, or some were just sitting there and just observing. And then... In the living room, my uncles would gather together and watch football and, and have their meal. And us cousins would be outside in mischief, mischief and hoping and crossing our fingers we wouldn't be caught of something we probably shouldn't be doing. Um, but Thanksgiving has always been a time of, of a positive memory, a time of happiness, a time of joyfulness, a time to also uh, come together and and reflect, a time to look back on the good and how good God has been, how faithful he has been, how how much he has brought us through to this point to come through another year and still say, I'm still here, I'm still standing, and God is still faithful. Amen. It's a time to look back and say, when When I was in that situation, when I was in that moment, I could see and recognize how God came through. I could recognize and see the goodness of God and the hand of God over my life and guiding me through. I didn't like it. It didn't feel good, but I could see now as I'm in the future sense of of looking back and saying, man, God has never left me. He has never forsaken me, and his word and his promises still are true to this day, and this is something that we all can hold on to. It's something that we could embrace. It's something that that when when push comes to shove, that, that you could lean into the promises of God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your protection. Thank you for, for your continual strength. And sometimes we, we don't really uh, take time to, to thank God. We, we, 
I think uh, tradition and, and, and routine that we get into, we come to God asking instead of taking time to say, God, I, I thank you for doing this for me. I, I remember years ago, my, my old youth pastor say, if there's ever a point in time where, you, where God feels so far away and, and you can't touch God, just start to thank him. I remember being in those prayer meetings, and, and it seemed like everybody else would, would just be able to just to touch God in an instant. And you're there saying, God, where are you? And I remember those times saying, God, I thank you. I thank you I'm still here because I know I do not deserve to be here. But it is only by the grace and mercy of a God. God, I thank you for that you are my shelter. I thank you for the strength that you release over my life. I thank you for the peace, which at times, I, many times, I don't understand. But there's a confidence that you can have in God. And it's the peace that passes all understanding. When you begin to thank and recognize how good God is, our own situations start to shrink and seem a little bit smaller because we realize and recognize how big and how mighty God really is and how much he is concerned over our lives because every step of the way of our life and times that seems hard at times it seems unfair but there's many times where you can recognize and see that God's hand has been through my life through the good and through the bad through the ups and through the downs but God has always been a constant anchor for our lives. He has always been there. He has always been faithful. He has always lifted us up. He has always been there in a time of need. Amen. So God, this morning, we say thank you. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your continued strength and covering. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, God. For where would we be? Where would I be without the Lord? So this morning, we give tribute to you. We honor you. We say thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. So to my mother, I want to say thank you. Too often we don't. Those that may be closest to us, those that have sacrificed, those that have put in the time, a lot of times we take those for granted. So this morning, to my mother, I want to say thank you. Thank you for raising me, teaching me, protecting me. Thank you for your continual love. Thank you for always believing in me. Thank you for your sacrifice when we had nothing. You showed me that God is our provider. You showed me that, that you lean into God, you, you believe in God, that no matter if we had food in the cupboard, we're still going to write that grocery list and pray and believe that God will provide. So today I say thank you. Thank you for showing me and showing me what it is to allow God to be our provider. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your will to fight, your will to fight in prayer and fasting. For your son, for this I say thank you. But as we continue to experience life, whether young or old, we know that life has its ups and downs. A time of sorrow and also a time of laughter. Life can be chaotic. It could also be joyful. Whether good or bad, fair and unfair, one thing that we know that God has always, always shown up and proven himself to be good and faithful. It doesn't matter what the situation is. God will show up. He will show up. And as I said this before, it doesn't always happen when we desire, when we want him to. But it would always happen when we need him to. When, when it's those times where it's saying, God, I'm, I'm here at the edge. And I need you now. God will show up. But at times where it seems easy, at times it's like, God, I, I, I wish you would just show up in this situation. God's like, uh, let's wait a little bit longer. Because there's, there is a, a 
a lesson. There is a, a growth process when, when faith is required. There, there is a growth process in life where you feel stretched. There is a growth process when you feel backed up against the wall. And when it requires you to say, God, I still believe in you. When it requires you to believe that God will come through. I don't know how. I don't know when. But I just know somehow, some way that he will come through. I don't know the day. I don't know the hour. I don't know when. But I know that the God that I serve, he will come through. He will show up because we serve a mighty God a powerful God, a faithful God, a God that sees me, a God that sees my situation, and a God that goes before me and guides me and leads me. Amen. Hallelujah. So where would we be without the Lord? Think about that. Where would I be without God? I as you think, because everybody has their story, as you think where you were when God showed up, as you, as you reminisce and recognize the feeling, the emotion when God first stepped in, how can we not say thank you, Lord? So as was described in the opening text, before the Lord stepped into our lives, we were a wreck, headed for destruction, spiraling out of control and in need of a savior for some numbing your feeling and avoiding reality was the way you coped depression and anxiety gripped your life but fear controls your life where would it be without the lord but verse four said it like this but god everybody say but god Say it like you mean it. But God, who is rich in mercy, which means that he is abundant in mercy, that it does not go empty. It is unlimited. Who is rich in mercy because of his great love which, with which he loved us. Mm. Think about that. It was only because Mercy covered us that we had the opportunity for our lives to be changed, to be shifted, to be positioned. It was only because of mercy that covered us that God shifted our lives and positioned us to recognize grace that covered us. Grace that was reaching for us. Grace and mercy as they come together. That is the recipe. That is the formula for our lives to be completely changed from from going one direction to the other, from going to destruction, from going to hope, from going from nothing to something. Because when there's something that happens in our lives, when grace and mercy covers us, and when we're covered under the blood of Jesus Christ, that, that he sees where you're at, and he instills and births purpose and, and life in your life. Amen, somebody. Where would I be without the Lord? hallelujah hallelujah if it had not been for the Lord where would I be even while we were consumed as the scripture says consumed and dead to our own sin mercy still covered us Think about it, those times where you didn't deserve it. Those times where you were up to no good. Those times maybe you were high as the sky, but, but God was still reaching. You were in a bad situation and you put yourself in that situation. But mercy and grace was reaching for your life. Because maybe you were in a situation, you were so low, you couldn't get any further down because you were at rock bottom. But grace and mercy was reaching 
protecting and covering your life. You don't know what God was protecting you from. Even when we were in our own dead sin, even when we were consumed and put ourselves there, and because of his great love, because of his untying mercy, because of the grace of God, he protected you, he led you, he directed you to an altar to position you, to embrace, to embrace and accept the grace and mercy of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, God, for never giving up on us. Thank you, God, for your protection, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are a people that have been forgiven. We are a people that have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. He had purged us by his blood because he loves us. It is only because mercy, mercy covers us. For this I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for always providing and showing up. Thank you, God, Lord, for always being faithful. Thank you for always being a rock that I could lean on. Thank you, God, for always releasing your strength in those times where I felt I just cannot move one more step forward. And it was so easy just to give up. It was so easy to to take a step back. It was so, so easy to let go. But because of the mercy of God that covered me, it is his strength that said, you know what? Just keep moving on. Just keep pressing it may not feel like it it may it may seem too hard and an uphill battle but it is only the mercy and the grace of God that instill the strength that only could come from above that that said you know I could just take one more step I could just take one more step if I could just take one more step I don't know where that strength comes from but we all know it is only by the strength of God Thank you, Lord, for for covering my family and healing my children in those times of sickness. Thank you, God, for proving the doctors wrong when they said that we could not have children. Thank you, God. Thank you for allowing us to experience your grace and your mercy on a daily basis. As I wake up, I know and I recognize the grace and mercy of God that has continually guided my life. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God, Lord, for never turning your back on me. But today we are able to walk in this church, in his temple, in freedom and in liberty, and to come to an altar and lift our hands without fear, without being hidden and without being in a basement and saying, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Verse 8 says it like this. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself, but it is the gift of God. It is something that we did not deserve. It is something that that we, we, it didn't matter where we came from or where, how we were brought up, but it's truly a gift given, God giving gift that God, because He loved us, that He extended grace, He covered us with mercy. And for that, we say, Thank you, Lord. We are thankful for God's unconditional love for us, the ability to bridge the gap. And fill the void between God and man. It is only because of his sacrifice. Death of innocent blood. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We have been given the opportunity to be redeemed. We have given the opportunity to be renewed. We have given the ability to walk under the covering and blessing of God. Think about that. These are not just fancy words, but I have been renewed. We have been redeemed. We have been sanctified. It is only because of the sacrifice. It is only because of his blood that covers us. It is only because that he has risen. The gospel of Jesus Christ that we hold dear, that we hold on to, that we can stand here and say, I have been blessed by God. 
not because I deserve it, but because there is a gift that God has placed over our lives that, that is called grace and mercy. We have been cleansed. We have been forgiven. We have been sanctified. We have been renewed. We have been redeemed under the blood and the banner of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody, realize that, recognize that if it had not been for the Lord, if it had not been for his sacrifice and his love for you, where would I be? Oh, thank you, God, for the cross. Thank you, God, for your covering. Thank you for your blood. Thank you, God, I pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. For that, God, I thank you. Thank you. Not just for your benefits, God, but for what you gave, for what your sacrifice did. Too often we, we, we look to benefits that God gives to us. But, but how often do we see what God really did on that cross? Where will we be without the Lord? It is only because of that action of love we are forgiven, have been set free, have the ability to lean on, trust in, and have faith in a loving God. Amen. In 2003, a study was done by Dr. Emmons and McAuliffe introducing an intervention designed to increase gratitude. And that's This is something that they called counting blessings. The activity involved writing down five things for which participants were grateful. The counting blessings. Either daily or weekly. We know it today as the gratitude journal. Dr. Edmonds says that those who practice grateful thinking reap emotional, physical, and interpersonal benefits. Because who regularly keep a gratitude journal report fewer fewer illness symptoms, feel better about the lives as a whole, and are more optimistic about the future. There's something said when you're grateful. There's something said when, when gratitude is able to lead you. There's something said when we are truly, truly grateful. For what God has done. I wonder what would happen. And this is. The gratitude journal has several different things. But I wonder. How our perspective would change. And shift. If we focus. The gratitude journal. Solely on what God has done for our lives. I mean, this is, this is just counting blessed. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my children. Thank, but, and God, you know, just solely, God, thank you for this moment, a date, whatever. You came through. Thank you, God, that when I was locked up, your spirit came through. Thank you, God, that when we didn't have food, there was grocery bags on our doorstep. Thank you, God, Lord, that, why did I have a car? You provided. Thank you, God, for I didn't have money to go to youth camp, but you provided somehow, some way. Thank you, God, I didn't have money to buy a suit, but one was given to me. Thank you, God, for that job that I didn't deserve, but God, that you provided. Thank you, God, for that moment in time where I, I logged into my bank account and there was extra money in the bank. Thank you, God, for that that electrical bill that somehow, some way just came up zero, and I didn't have to pay that month. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, Lord, for providing a way for my children, providing shelter and clothing. and, And, God, you have been so good in these times of need. God, thank you, God, for for all that you have done, the sacrifice, the giving, the unconditional love. I'm talking about recognizing how good and how faithful God has been in our life. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, you 
Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. So the difference between thankfulness and gratitude is this. Thankfulness is the action, the ability to say, thank you. I'm thankful. But, and show appreciation. Really show you feel somebody is thankful. If you gave me a hundred bucks, I would say thank you. If you, if you pay one of my bills, I'm going to say thank you. Maybe if you pay for gas these, these days, I'm going to shout thank you. But the ability to, to show and appreciate the kindness that was given to us and say thank you. But gratitude, gratitude is the fruit of thankfulness that you get from thankfulness. Gratitude is pausing to notice and appreciate the things that we have often taken for granted. With gratitude, we, <clears throat> we as a people acknowledge the goodness and the blessings in our lives. It is the fruit of grat- gratitude that allows us to lean in and press into God. We're talking about a fruit, the benefits, the, the overflow of thankfulness gratitude that allow it is gratitude allows us to lean into god i am thankful but i'm also grateful i'm grateful for all that god has done in my life i'm grateful for his blessings i'm grateful for even the ability to and the opportunity to even step in to wherever god is because we all know where we come from we all know what we deserve, but the opportunity that we have been given because God has sacrificed and bridged the gap, we all have the same opportunity to step in where God is. When life gets out of control, when life turns upside down, it is the fruit of great of gratitude that will birth loyalty and the ability to trust God. Think about that. Loyalty and the ability to trust God with your whole life. How many of us could say that we are truly loyal to God? How many of you could say, God, I trust you with my life? Doesn't matter what happens to my life, but God, I just trust you. I just trust you. To have the belief that God will show up somehow, some way. That's what gratitude does. That fruit that is instilled in you that, that brings loyalty, which brings trust. Believe that God will carry you through through any situation. Have you, have you ever met somebody that just... I don't know, just trust God with absolutely anything and just believes that God will do anything. I mean, that's, that's a depth of trust. But God will give you the wisdom and the strength to not only get through situations, but also over, overcome the hurdles that come your way. The ability to never let go and just hold on to the promise. In Genesis 32, 24, and 26 says, Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh, so that the socket of Jacob's thigh was, was dislocated while he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go for the dawn breaking is breaking but he said i will not let you go until you bless me i will not let you go until you bless me and there are times in life where just like jacob you get desperate enough all you have is just to hold on just like that song said sometimes all i have is just a hallelujah sometimes they're in life 
All we could do at times is just hold on. Hold on to his promise. Hold on to the word of God. And hold on to, to, but how can we hold on if we do not have the behavior or the fruit to be able to trust God? Because Jacob had a sense and a level of loyalty and trust that he was not letting go. Even though he, he got rid of all of his cattle and all his children and family went before him. And he was left all alone, isolated. He didn't have nothing. But all he had was a grip and said, God, I'm not letting go till you bless me. I'm not letting go till you bless me. So too often we disrupt the blessings of God by taking, con- taking control. And I believe it's a lack of patience and a lack of loyalty that often get in the way of blessing. Waiting on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. Through, through the, the scriptures, talks many scriptures about patience, waiting patiently. But who likes to be patient? But the fruit, you think about it, the fruit of gratitude. Because patience, I believe, it, it requires a level of trust. To be patient, you have to really believe that something, an action, is going to happen. So in order to be patient unto the Lord, you have to have trust that God will come through. You have to have a loyalty and say, whatever happens, God, I'm loyal to you. But at the same time, I trust you. I trust that you will come through. Patience. I believe that there is in our society, in our, in our culture, it's a lack of loyalty because where gratitude lacks, loyalty and trust is absent. So it is with God that we, the one thing that will lead us, you, closer to a relationship with God, increase your faith and have the ability to believe God is loyalty, is loyalty. Too often we push God aside. Too often we step in where we shouldn't. Too often we're impatient, saying, God, I got this. And too often we we see the result of that action. And then we circle back around saying, God, I need you. Loyalty, loyalty. And there are times where we could be inconvenient or inconvenienced when sacrifice is required. But I appreciate all of those that went before us, who sacrificed, who went without and paved the way for generations to follow, who suffered. And were persecuted for their faith in God. For standing for righteousness. Holding on to God no matter what it cost them. And because of their sacrifice, we are a blessed people. We are a blessed people. I'm talking about inheritance. You can look back on. It doesn't matter if you grew up in church or not. There have been a body of people that have sacrificed and prayed their way through hard times. Some have, have stories, oh, my grandma, she sacrificed, she prayed, she, she knew how to get a hold of God. Or for some, it could be, oh, my, my mom or my dad or a relative or somebody in the church, you know that. And they, they paved the way. And, and for me, I can only look back and our old, 
the church where I came from, the old heritage, and how they started in a basement. But there was prayer meetings and fastings and sacrifice and, 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 and just paving the way. And there are times where we do take that for granted. And we take the freedom that we have to be able to just walk into the presence of the Lord like it was always there. Yes, he is always faithful, but there has been people that went before us and, and we can look back and we are reaping the benefits of what the sacrifice that they have done and, and, and laid the, the path for us to walk and to follow and to be guided in order to be able to say, God, I thank you for your presence. I thank you, Lord. But I am grateful. And I give tribute to them that have gone before us. But it is gratitude that will keep us humble. It is gratitude that will keep us loyal and to keep us trusting God. No matter what surrounds us, trust allows you to see the bigger picture. Not just what's in the moment. It gives you the ability to to step back and say, I don't know how or I don't know when. But I know without a shadow of a doubt that God will come through. When you have experienced rejection, disappointment, trust and gratitude does not come easy. Through every hurt, through every rejection, God has been our anchor, my anchor. Through every, every letdown, God has always been there. God has always been consistent. God has always been there. If we would just take a step back and see the faithfulness and the blessings of God. He is our anchor. He has never let me down. He has, he has been consistent, faithful, trustworthy. A father to a hurting boy, loved unconditionally. God is my everything. I am incredibly grateful for what God has done in my life. And I challenge you to to up the, the level of your gratefulness and see God for who he is and what he has done for our lives. Saying, God, I thank you. I'm grateful for the opportunity just to know him, just to have a relationship with him. Just to be able to to pray and to call on his name. And I know that he hears me. I'm grateful for every opportunity. Every time I have been stretched that drew me closer to God. I'm grateful for those times when I had nothing else but God. I'm grateful to be covered and forgiven. I'm grateful for the people he has led into my life as a reminder that he has he is not done with me yet. So I stand here today as a voice, as a reminder that God is not done with you yet. I stand as a reminder wherever you are at, whatever situation you face, whatever it is, God is not done with you yet. But I challenge you that to hold on to his promise. Hold on and keep believing and keep trusting God with your life. How many times have I personally prayed those same prayers of Jacob and say, God, I'm holding on. And I'm not letting go till you bless me. I'm not letting go till you bless me. I want to, we could just stretch forth our hands right now. I just want to pray or pray or bless you, Lord Jesus, right now. God, I pray, Lord Jesus, we just pause in the service. I pray right now, God, just a prayer of blessing, God. God, Lord, and favor, Lord, over your people, God. I pray, God, whoever this is for, God, I don't know, God, but Lord, you know. I pray right now under the authority of the word of God and the power that is in the name of Jesus, God. I speak, God, in faith, God. Blessing and honor and favor, God, over over their life, over their family, over their home, over the future. God, I pray right now, God, that you would have your way in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I just want to end in this last point. So one way I've been blessed is through my daughter, Gianna. My miracle baby. I truly believe that without God in our lives, and me and my wife's life, she would not be here with us. She continues to remind me of how good and faithful God is. So when we were given the news that we couldn't have children, it was so devastating to us. And for some time, I, I accepted it. I mean, there were doctors. They knew what to do. They were right. They were correct. As time went on, we went and plastered a particular scripture on our wall about Mary's cousins, cousin Elizabeth. And how Elizabeth could not have children and how God blessed her with a child. Who we now know as John the Baptist. So every day as we would sit down, breakfast, dinner, whatever it is, it was a particular area where our table was and that scripture was so huge. I mean, I would see it every single day. And I began to pray and truly believe that God would bless us because if he did it for Elizabeth, he could definitely do it for us. So I began to pray And believe that God will bless us with the child. Even though it seemed impossible and out of my control. But I just knew that God would work it out. Somehow I knew that God would do it. And I began to pray a prayer of expectation. I stopped asking God. And started believing and accepting. and, And have a level of expectation that God would do it. And I would start to thank him in advance for the child that he would bless us with. Even before my wife became pregnant, I was praying a prayer of blessing and favor over Gianna. So when that day came, when Danielle called me and told me, get home quick, I got some news. In my spirit, I just knew. I knew already what she was about to say because there has been times, there has been hours, there's been mornings where I'm saying, God, I know, I know that you are going to bless us. I know that you can do it. I know that you could come through. So as I walk in the door, and I can't remember if she said it or I said it first. But I just remember saying, you're pregnant. Or she told me, but I just remember saying, I knew it. I knew it. Without even hearing the story, I mean, it was nothing. But I just knew that God would come through. So this is why as soon as they put this small little baby girl in my arms, I just began to thank God. For the miracle. And I began to say that same prayer I've said over and over and over. Over my future child that God would bless. As I began to just look into the very miracle that they put into my arms. I mean, I want you to wrap your head around this. I mean, I'm praying. God, I believe. God, if you could do it for Elizabeth, I know that you could do it for me. I know I don't deserve it, but I believe that that God could do it. And praying that prayer of expectation. And to see that 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 prayer fulfilled. And to actually feel and 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 see and kiss and rub. And actually pray that same prayer of blessing and favor over that little baby girl. It changed my life. It changed my life and it showed me God is so, so real. Throughout my life, I have made so many mistakes. But God has always been gracious. God has always been good. God has always showed up in the good and in the bad. 
in times where I put myself there, in times where God just opened the door and I'm just walking in, just reaping the blessings, and in times where it's because of, of a prayer mama that, 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 that the hedge of protection was there. But I'm telling you, we are a blessed people. We, we are favored by God. It is not something that we did not deserve. It is not something that we earned, but God is real. God is faithful and God is good. Amen, somebody. God is so, so good. I wonder if we could stand right now. We are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed to even just to know, just to know God. I mean, that's my own personal blessing. I see my, my, that miracle every single day. I see I have the opportunity to, to see that miracle every single day as a reminder that God is faithful. And there, you have your own story where you have prayed and God has come through. Or maybe you're still praying and believing. But I'm telling you, you are blessed. Not because of what we have done, but it is the gift of God that has extended and released over our lives. It is, it is because of his mercy that comes covers us. It is because of the grace of God. It is because of love. It is because we are thankful. It is because of a fruit of a grateful heart. Why? We are blessed. We walk blessed. We, we extend blessing. Things that we touch, I believe, according to his will, he will bless it. He will bless those that go before us. He will bless those, our children, and our children's children. I speak blessing and favor over homes today right now in the name I wonder if we can just extend our hand right now in the name of Jesus God I speak God Lord a revelation God Lord over our minds and our spirit today God of birthing God of a grateful heart God Lord will lead us and guide us to a life of blessing Oh, surround us, I pray, with your favor. Surround us, I pray, God. God, Lord, we are grateful. God, we are blessed, God. God, I thank you, God. Jesus. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe like and share it with your friends and tag us on social media because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you and God bless.